Okay, cool. Now we're officially, officially recording. Um, happy Thursday, but I guess it doesn't really matter anymore, right? Yes, the days of the week are gone, 100%. How long have you, so you're in Connecticut, you mentioned, right? So you're out of the city, thank goodness. I'm out of the city, which I guess okay. has become um, like a super, super, um, obviously, scary place to be. Um, yeah. And... And so, um, yes, so I'm in Connecticut and feel very grateful that I can be away from the city, but obviously I'm in touch with all my peeps there and wishing them the best. Yeah, and so you're all there, right? Yes, I'm there. I'm here with my husband and my kids. Oh, my gosh. Well, good. Um, I've been watching you on Instagram, and it's, <laughs> it's like nice because, like, Instagram now is, like, it's either, like, the best. It's, like, either people having fun uh, or, like, people being like, help, help, like, donate to this. And it's, like, nice to see some kind of balance. And, like, sincerity for the first time in a long time. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. It's it's hard to know if, like, it's still appropriate to be funny yeah. and to do dumb stuff. Like, I have, for better or for worse, um, embraced TikTok while I've been social distancing. I so I basically it. am regressing um, and becoming a, a tween or a teenager um, so during this time. <laughs> And um, I think it's funny, and I hope that other people <laughs> find it funny and want to watch me behave like literally an insane, crazy person on TikTok um, during this time. But I think other, you know, I read something in the newspaper yesterday, and it was all about this woman whose husband was super sick, and she was talking about how it's so hard for her to see people making fun or being silly about social yeah. distancing. So it's definitely, I think, whatever, it's a tricky, a very tricky time. And I yeah. think it's hard to find the right balance, but I think I'm definitely going to be like the funny person you turn to if you if you think you want to laugh, as opposed to the person who's going to. I mean, it's I did you're put funny in my anyway. Uh, right, exactly. I didn't nice change to, much. Yeah, I was going to say it's nice to see the things that don't change, and like something that I like about this moment that we're having, or I'm trying to find like positivity in, is that before I think that there was kind of like a staged, um, like doom and gloom, like goth, like. Ugh, like fuck Mondays, or like eh, like, and now it's like people truly lonely, but like trying to be positive, which I think is like a better. It's like pop music has gotten like I like Billie Eilish, but pop music has also gotten like really droney and sad, and it's like, well, now you have to stay indoors for real, guys. So yep, and, and like I started listening one of my weird new quarantine. Like I don't even want to call it a habit but just, like, truly a cry for help is I listen to Kokomo by the Beach Boys probably, like, ten times a day at least. Aww. And I was, oh, my God, I think I'm going nuts. Because I live in a studio apartment with my oh dog, which is great. Like, it's better. Like, Erica is living with, like, she has, like, four or five roommates now. So her wow. quarantine, I know, it's, like, real-world quarantine. Wow. Yeah. Is she and like so, scared to be around them or they've they're all being the, they're the all same thrilled. amount of good? Yeah, I think they're all being good because I think they're all are restaurant workers. Like we're all uh, temporarily at least like laid off for the time being and it's yeah. like it sucks, but I do think that the Democrats are like fighting for us and I do think the stimulus package like I think like the unemployment package will be actually be okay. And yeah. then I do think like our job just need to like get sturdy enough for us to come back to them, you know? Yep, yep, 100%. So, so, like, I'm just trying to look at it as, like, my time to focus on things like this and then, like, a, a other couple, like, dorky projects or fun projects yep. that I get to do. So I'm like, okay, I'm, like, looking at it as, like, time off where I get to learn how to um, 
make suda. Like, I'm making a lot of Korean juke, like, uh, rice, like kanji, like rice porridge, because it's cheap. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and it makes, like, a lot. And so by the time this is all over, I get to be good at that. But it's yep. so hard for me because I'm alone, and I'm used to, like, cooking for other people. So now yep. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's, like, just for me. But. Do you have any weird, like, habits that you're falling back on in the kitchen now that it's um, Well, I'm going to tell you in one sec, but I just wanted to ask you, because huh. I've been thinking a lot about this, what is it like when it's when you're just by yourself? I mean, do it's you, so, like, are you completely social distanced so, like, yes. you're not seeing a single person? No. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be really strict about it because, like, my attitude is that, like, I hate this and I want it over as soon as possible. And I don't, like, it's just, like, I'm not an exception to a rule, like, so, yeah, I'm being really safe. and Like, I take Topper on a – my dog's name is Topper. I take her on a walk every morning and, like, take her out in the middle of the day and take her on a walk at night. But um, – and then if I have to go to the store, I, like, go, like, once a week for, like, a quick thing. The farmer's yep. market here was actually open and really safe. Like, the way that they had it set up, there was, like, markers of, like, where you could stand. And yep. everything was, like, prepackaged, and that was nice. So I'll probably do that. But, no, I haven't, like, seen anybody I've – FaceTimed with a couple people. Um, I'm an only child, so, like, I think that I'm handling it better than a lot of people would, but yep. I think that it's still, like, it's still, like, getting to me and weird. Like, I really miss my nephews. Um, yeah. And, and it's, like, weird to think that they'll be, like, older and, like, smarter even the yep. next time I see them. So I'm just, like, yep. I'm just trying to be really strict. Um, I mean, Erica and I talk every day. I, I do this thing that's like it's like something for both of us that like sets my day in motion that um I record a chapter the first chapter of a book every day and send it to her so it's like just a podcast basically that's just for her um, uh-huh. so I do that it's like I have like little things that I do I do pop sugar work workouts now but nice. yeah I'm just like trying to keep my day organized but it's it is weird like it is like it is I mean it's a lot of Kokomo <laughs> yeah yeah 100% 100% <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but to answer your question about foods that I'm cooking and making, one thing I would say that is super different is that um, I think that, like, in the city, with my family, because I'm, like, slightly a deadbeat mom, we tend to (laughs) eat a lot of takeout. So I I do cook for them, but I don't, like, love cooking. I like baking, and I love food in general. You and Um, I are the opposite. But I don't love love cooking. I'm not, like, every night, like, all those people are like, oh, my God, it's so relaxing. It's my meditation. I'm like, oh, my God, it's torture. It is the worst (laughs) thing, and I hate it so much. So it's a totally different thing. right now to be um to be making dinner every night and we're sort of trying to turn it into a family affair certainly my um uh my husband and I are doing it together and then you know trying to drag the kids in too and so that's been super different for us to just every single night look into the refrigerator and the freezer and figure out um uh and figure out what I'm going to make for dinner so that I wouldn't say we're making anything like crazy amazing that I'm dying to share with you I mean I'm like <laughs> You know, try, kind of doing every other night pasta, something fun yeah. with noodles, and then the other night some kind of protein, whether it's like chicken or meat or, um, and you know, whatever. It kind of it 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 definitely is not as painful doing this because it's like required of me in this social distancing time, um, yeah. and I'm curious as to see if like that will kind of last when I'm not 
social distancing anymore? Like, will I be like, oh, cooking cooking dinner is not torture. I doubt it. I think I will always think of it as torture. Really? Um, And I get really upset that, like, the people I live with have to eat. And I'm like, really? For real? You can't just have a go-go squeeze? Which is really what they like eating anyway, which are like applesauce packets. Oh, I know what um, they are, yeah. But, but I am definitely baking a lot, um, not because I'm like Tootsie Pie grandma at home who wants to bake cookies for everyone in social distancing, but only because um, – or not only because, but um, people want, like like media outlets online yeah. want content. So yeah. it seems like I've had kind of a lot of work in the last week or so um, with people wanting videos and, and making them for different sites. And, you know, and with TikTok, like I'm not really that facile with it yet. <laughs> so it takes me a while. Like I'm making these little TikTok videos, but some of them take me, you know, fucking forever to make. So it's not like, oh, I can do a TikTok video and then I'm done in one minute. It's like I do a TikTok video and then it's the next day. Yeah. Um, so so I'm baking a lot, I would say, like extra a lot because I'm trying to create all this live content. Uh, I mean, not live content, but video content. But, yeah, um, new, new. Yeah, I noticed, yeah. I noticed I mean, I'm the opposite. I love cooking and I am one of those people that's like, it's meditative. Right. But like baking, sometimes I feel like it's like a scantron that you submit, and then at the end you see if you like passed or failed. Your book is actually the only book, the the Vintage Baker one, that like it's like purely a baking book that I feel like comfortable in and like excited Aww. about. Like it's in Love my living that. room, um, and then Aww. when I yeah, like and it like sat at my desk at work, like it's and your your the the vanilla cake, the the silver cake, silver cake. That is a cake that I made, like, my best friend for her birthday. Like, I'm confident at that one thing now, but I need to start, like, getting beyond. I want to do yes. this, I mean, I want to do this foam one, but here's an advice that I want, I, I need your advice on. So you're in a situation where um, you live with other people, so if you were to bake something, other people would help you make it, but I'm in the boat that, like, whatever I make. You got to like, eat that whole fucking thing. Yeah, so either A, what will, yeah, like, what will keep, yeah, what were people were like, what isn't too big or too bad for Yep. Well, here's the funny thing. Because I live with, like, um, awful heathens who aren't nice to me, no one will eat anything I make. <laughs> oh, my God. So no. even though I'm, I have, like, a lemon cake here now, I have a chocolate cake with chocolate frosting here, I have these cookies. I mean, I have so much. I have homemade ice cream. No one's touching homemade it. Homemade ice cream. No one is touching really? it. Everyone's like, when are you going to the grocery store to get Ben and Jerry's? So it's. I'm not kidding you. So people are weird. I think I I made my <laughs> one of my sons try my chocolate cake. He's like, well, the thing is, I really don't like chocolate cake. I was just like, you know what? Go outside and never come back because that's just not oh, acceptable. Yeah. He needs to see, yeah, like the state of things in other people's households. Oh, my God. So unfair. So in some ways, I feel like you in the sense of, yes, I make them, but it's not like everyone's like, oh, dinner's over. Mom, bring out dessert. Can't wait to see what you made today, and we can all eat it at all. Right. Um, So what I would say, what I end up doing is, and I'm pretty lucky, I have a humongous freezer, and I basically freeze everything, like every single cake I make. Right now I have a little bit of lemon cake on the counter and a little bit of chocolate cake on the counter, but they're both going to go into the freezer because I know no one's going to finish them. And And I do the same thing. Like I keep like taking off like a little sliver from and I have Uh like butterscotch pudding in the refrigerator. Um, Like I just have too many things that are too tempting and no one wants to eat them but me. Um, but things that I, what I would say about like cookies and cake and any mm-hmm. like brownies and things like that, all of yeah. those things are perfect for making and freezing. Really? Um, and I can just dole myself out? Say that again? Yeah. And I can just dole and then it out do- to myself? Okay. 
a hundred percent. I mean, you know, cake is a little bit trickier, um, yeah. but I'm really cake. into like. I'm really into like snacking cakes, which are like smaller and made by like, made in like eight by eight by two inch pans, or like mm-hmm. that cake in my book. I have this cake called the Devil's Food Sheet Cake. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a cake like that, you just make in a pan. I mean, if if I was living alone, I might I might um, cut that recipe in half, and okay. then after I made it, I might freeze the slices. Now the problem with that is that the frosting won't freeze very well. You'd probably have to figure out like maybe do the frosting from that silver cake. Um, but in general, I feel you because even though I don't live alone, I feel like it's hard. It's hard to figure out what to do with the things once you have them. But like, I have a, a recipe in my book for butterscotch potato chip balls, which are basically just oh, butterscotch yeah, yeah, potato yeah. chip cookies. That's like a perfect thing to 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 make and freeze. Like cookies okay. are perfect for freezing, or fudge is really good for freezing. Um, caramel popcorn, like I have this red hot. Those might be a little mm-hmm. tricky to find now, but in a any store that sells candy has red hots. But anyway, that's a really yummy kind of spicy caramel popcorn. That stuff keeps forever. Yeah, because I've wanted to be like, okay, well, I'm furloughed or whatever. I should bake more. But then I'm like, oh, no, what am I going to do to myself if I do? I know. Uh, I know. No, it's a little. snack cake, though? Oh, yes. So a snacking cake. Is that a is like. Is that your term? Because that needs to be, I, I would wish. find that book in a heart. Okay, I was like. Okay, OMG, I wish it was my word. <laughs> um, and I already have know someone, a friend in the industry who's writing a book on them, so I'm very oh excited God. for her but very sad for me because I want to yeah. write a book on them. Um, but, yeah, snacking cakes are basically, you know, I think of them as cakes that are made in either 8-inch or 9-inch square pans. Some people mm-hmm. call, like, a, 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 a cake made in, in like a 13 by 9 by 2 pan, which is really like a brownie pan. Some people call those snack cakes. I don't think of those as snacking cakes. I think of them as sheet cakes. But mm-hmm. long story short, they're just these, yeah, I, I love the name, right? It's like yeah, so great. It's so you immediately want to eat it. You immediately want to eat it. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, they're just like they're kind of the perfect size um, because, yeah, you're not going to have a humongous cake that is going to take you days and days and days to to get through. And I have a lot of recipes for them on my website because I develop them all the time. I've like developed a lot for Chowhound, a lot of snacking mm-hmm. cakes and I've developed at least one for um for Food 52 and I'm super oh, cool. super into them. I just put a, a coconut one on my website oh. this week. Um That's one of my and favorite I, kinds of cake or really anything with chocolate or sorry, coconut. Um me you too. have the little you have the cornflake macaroons. Yes. And your those are so good. And that yes. one too, like I can't, and because they're like portioned out, I can like kind of stop myself. Be good about it. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It's, but no, I love it's that. hard. Like yesterday, I had to make this this butterscotch pudding for Chowhound, and I had to videotape it, and then I had all the pudding, and I had to like you know tape myself like taking a bite of it, like isn't this delicious? And I should have just stopped, but then I ate the whole thing, and then I was like, <laughs> well, maybe I should make sure that another one isn't poisoned or anything. So then I ate a whole other one. And I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm just like shoving butterscotch pudding in my face. But well, do you like right now that you're? quarantine and like making all these great things for a different outlet like do you get to pick them or do they kind of say like hey we want some pudding like we want that's a good question so like for chowhound the the stuff that i'm making for them is stuff that i've already developed for them and so i Mm -hmm. just when i developed those recipes i came up with the idea for them and now they're picking from those and saying oh could you do a video of this or a video of that some outlets that i work for like i work for a company called spruce eats 
when I work for them, they tell you what they want made. In general, that's unusual. Usually, okay, that is. It, yeah, usually you're choosing, which is great because then, like, the majority of the recipes in my, like, you know, bank of recipes that I've made in the world that are out in the world are all super on brand because they're things that I wanted to make. Like, if you ever see me posting something that looks, like, very fancy and over the top, clearly no one, or that's really healthy, then obviously someone <laughs> forced me. <laughs> yeah, what I like about your cookbook, too, and I think that you said this the last time we interviewed you, was that you just, you go really heavy on vanilla. And I yes. like that when I look through your book, I can always, like, tell that some from, because that's what I like, too. Like, I like aggressive vanilla and things. Yes. Uh, wait, then I have another question. When you, because I just started, well, well yeah, so a lot of, a lot of, some of the rest, the most recent recipes on Jacobson are ones that, like, I've actually done. So that's, like, a new thing. Oh, my that God. Yeah, so it's really fun. It's really fun. I didn't think that I would be, like, I didn't think I was smart enough, honestly. Like, I was like, oh, I'm more just like a, like, I like to take pictures of it or, like, do things like that. But then I started with a silly Chex Mix with the ramen seasoning that we had, and I really, like, liked figuring out all of that stuff, and I like writing copy and things like that. And then during quarantine times, um, I just have done a couple, too, that we've thrown up there. But then so my other question is, um, when you do something for, like, Chow Hound or Food 52, then if you develop, like, your own cookbook project, then do you ever get to use those recipes or are those kind of, like, for them now? Yes. Once you write them for them, they're theirs. But, you yeah. know, the truth of the matter is you can always tweak and twist things to make it a little bit different, um, enough different than it feels like your own again, and then yeah. you can use it in a cookbook. You can also, I think, although I've never done it, I think you could say, like, hey, I originally published this in Food 52, and I asked them for permission, and here it is again. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, but yeah, usually yeah. you can figure out ways to, to change things up enough that it's different. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, in general, that is something I definitely think about when I'm giving, you know, when I'm sharing yeah. recipes. It's like, okay, this is now not going to be mine. But I think yeah, the more yeah. I've done it, the more I realize that I think a lot of creative people worry about this. Like, oh, my God, I will never, I don't have any more ideas. I'll never be able to write another book or I'll never be able to make another movie or whatever your right. art form is. And I think in general the truth is the ideas you come, will. even though, yeah. like, you're surprised that they do. Um, although sometimes I find when I'm writing the copy and stuff, um, I don't know if you find this, but sometimes I find that I, like if I look back at other things I've written, I mean, yes, I have a voice, so my voice is familiar, but sometimes I even think the way I say things is exactly the same. It's like yeah. I've written it once, yeah. I forget that I've written it, and then I write it again, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. okay, it's so weird how it around. Kind of come to it every time, and like, yeah, it's so weird. It makes you feel like your brain is just like um, an algorithm. They'll yes. produce the same thing every time. Yeah, no, I kind of, I, I like enjoy finding notes that are the same notes. Um, yes. Over and over and over again. So yes. during this time, like, do you are you so busy that you're not gonna like work on any like big projects for yourself right now, or you, do you have anything in the oven, if you will, or? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I don't have a, a book idea that I'm specifically working on right now. Um, I'm sorry for feel... your new book. Like, whatever it is, I'm like, so I think I feel, I won't lie, I feel like a little guilty about that. And you know what? It sounds insane because, like, I shouldn't need to record a podcast with you to be reminded of this. But I'm so glad that you asked me about that because I should think about like we all should, if we if we have the if we are fortunate enough to be able to do that during this time to think about a creative project and kind of attack it, it's a great thing to be working on right now. And I should really like devote some time. It's but you know what it's like 
as I'm, everybody does. It's like you have enough going on that yeah. you cannot do the thing that you really <laughs> kind of quote-unquote should or even quote-unquote want to be doing, so you don't, you know? But also, unlike, like, writing a book or a movie or anything like that, like, a cookbook isn't something that someone, like, can complete, really. Like, I, I think that I've cooked out of your, baked out of your cookbook maybe more than any other of the books we have. Like, maybe. Oh, my God, I love it's, you. It's definitely, because the thing is, with everything else, where I'm like, oh, I want to make, like, a roast chicken, and then I, like, know yep. what I want. And then, But, like, with your book, because I'm, like, a super novice baker, if I have to bake something, I just go to your book. I, like, trust you at this point more. But, like, I haven't, like, I probably only baked, like, an eighth of it, you know? Oh, you know right. what might be my favorite? Well, besides the silver cake, the one yeah. I just loved so much was um, the blackberry pie with, it, there's a lot of lime in it. Oh, my God, I love that, you for saying that. Yeah, that is one of my, well, it meant a lot because my grandpa was, like, he he passed away this summer, and we were really close. And he, the thing that we would do together was we would make blackberry pie. And he died around blackberry season, and so I like oh made that gosh. pie. And I just I just love it. I'm gonna make it every every August. Thank you. So, like yeah, thank you so much for that recipe. It is so oh good because sometimes pie to me is like it's too sweet. You know. Yeah. Like, but that one has like the acidic lip. It is exactly the pie that I want to eat. Like. Oh my god, I love pies you. Are my favorites. I like I like pumpkin pie. Like I like other pies. However, I just feel like a pie is fruit classically and I think that fruit should be blackberry. So, it's perfect. Oh my god, I love you so much and I just <laughs> even though like I really shouldn't be saying negative things about myself um uh, in a podcast, I have to tell you that I have like this really 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 awful review on Amazon. And and because it's the most popular review, it's the first one you see if you look at the reviews for my book. I mean, after I say this, no one's ever going to buy my book again who listens to your podcast, but maybe they'll disregard it. But anyway, (laughs) the first review is, I made the blackberry lime pie and it was a complete disaster. That's what the woman writes for her review. And I I tried writing back to her saying, let me explain. If if your pie was runny, it's because you pulled it from the oven too soon. This pie could bake for two hours. Also, is there like error root? Like, there's something yes. to prevent it from, because I know that I specifically went to Bob's Red Mill to buy, like, arrowroot powder or something like that, right? Yes, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, like, yeah, like tapping, totally. Yeah, there was, like, something in it to make it, because I remember being like, oh, cool, because I don't like cornstarch if I yep. top it. And I was like, yep. oh, cool, I think I like this. And then, yeah, no, it wasn't running at all. Like, if anything, it was the most, like, a diner pie that I ever made where when you cut it, once it cooled, I'm also a person that believes that, like, flat pie should be served room temperature. I don't really like it, like, running, bleeding into my ice cream. I don't like that. Me either. I 100% agree with you. Oh, well, I, I feel just... like we're in such the minority. Like, whenever you're out to dinner and someone's like, "Is the pie... are you going to heat up the pie? I'm like, who are you? Like, I don't right. like that. It's like, not done yet. Um, yeah, like, but when I would cut it and lift it from the pie pan, it would, like, completely just stay... Oh, I love you. Yeah, I don't know what this. I don't know what happened to this woman, but she like (laughs) ruined me on Amazon and ruined my pie. And I'm so grateful. I wish we were recording this and putting it on Amazon. But I'm so grateful. We'll put a link to it. I'll put a link to it under her comment. Oh, I love you. I love you. Because then you begin to doubt yourself, and you're like, oh my god, what did I do? I can't believe that happened to her. I want to cry. I need to go to her house and like beg her to like try it again. Um, So that makes me feel legit. Yeah, I'm yeah, so, I'm so glad that you feel that way. Okay, do you want to play a short game? I would love it. Okay, so 
this is a short game based on I know that like people are like heavily hoarding right now. Um, so I created a list of things that was like, oh, let's say I accidentally hoarded too much of this. What should I make? Oh, oh, I love it. Okay, so okay. It, so the idea is I got distracted for a sec. Sorry. So the idea is you're gonna say something, and I'm gonna tell you what you should substitute. No, what you should make with it because like, oh, I bought too much during my hoarding. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Grocery store. Okay. Awesome. So oh, 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 oops, I bought too much powdered sugar, which is something I actually did. I forgot that. Oh, like confectioner sugar? Yeah. Oh, yum. Well, first of all, if I had too much powdered sugar, I would probably make cakes that require a powdered sugar glaze. Mm-hmm. Like I made this lemon ca- snacking cake yesterday that required like a cup of powdered sugar and like five tablespoons or five teaspoons of lemon juice to make the glaze. So I would make tons of glazes for cakes mm-hmm. and or and also for muffins and for scones because the glaze is always like, or not always, but confectioner sugar-based. And then I might also... I'm obsessed with whipped cream. I just, like, love it and practically mm-hmm. could eat it by itself. But whipped cream always, I think, not a ton of sugar, but always requires a little bit of confectioner sugar. So oh. I would, like, make ice cream sundaes and um, and have confectioner sugar and, and make whipped cream for them and then maybe even eat the whipped cream by itself because I love whipped cream so much. Do you put vanilla in your whipped cream? Yes. Okay. Cool. Me too. Okay. Me too. Me too. I figured. Okay. Similar question, brown sugar. I also did the same thing. I bought two things, not realizing that I had one in a canister. Yeah, okay. Also, can I just say, you, you like, brown sugar is basically my, like, favorite ingredient because I love, I love adding brown sugar with chocolate because it makes chocolate fudgier. I love adding brown sugar sort of in anything that I'm making because I find that it has, like, these molasses-y vibes that give everything a kind of more complex taste than granulated sugar does. I mean, not that granulated sugar doesn't have its place, like, in that white cake, that silver cake that you and I have been discussing, but brown sugar is king. I would make chocolate chip cookies and just ditch the granulated sugar all together. I would make, um, I'm trying to think of other, every time I make a chocolate cake, if if it calls for granulated sugar, I don't know, and I'm not in the mood to use it, I would just use brown sugar. I'm trying to think of what I was making. Do you stop out the same amount? Because it's like a kind of a different density. It does, oh, did you say, it, it, weirdly enough, did you ask about, like, swap for swap? Yeah, if it's like cup for yeah, yeah. cup or should I So, did? weirdly enough, basically, 200 grams of white sugar is one cup, and 200 grams of light brown sugar is one cup. It's basically oh, really? cup for cup. There's no changing. I made these, I put this on TikTok, but it's kind of a fucking awesome recipe that a lot of people have made, but it's a no-bake peanut butter chocolate oatmeal cookie. So it's basically you're, you're like boiling up or, you know, cooking up a little bit of, I think it's sugar and butter, and I can't remember what else, and then you're at and cocoa powder, and then you're adding peanut butter and oats, and then you're scooping it out onto a sheet pan and, um, and putting it into the refrigerator, and once it hardens, the cookies are amazing. So that recipe often calls for granulated sugar. I was like, F granulated. I'm doing this with brown sugar. And you get, okay, so I would say, you like, like go sub for sub. Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. That's good to know because I actually do have way too much brown sugar. Okay. Yes, um, yes. Start start making everything with just brown sugar instead of white. What if somebody bought too many eggs? Because eggs are one of those things that up at the top, at least here, were like the first to go. So I yeah. imagine that some people are just sitting on too many eggs. Yeah, well, the good thing about eggs, first of all, is that they do last a long time. I mean, I don't know what the rules are about when you can eat an egg, but if you ask me what my rule is it's like I don't think I've ever thrown out an egg like they just granted I go through them pretty quickly but I don't worry about like oh my god my eggs are bad um as long as obviously they're refrigerated um 
gosh, a meringue is going to at least take a ton of egg whites, like if you were going to make like pavlova or something like that. Um, Then you would have the yolks, but I often throw yolks in my cakes. Like if a cake calls for two eggs, I'll do two eggs plus a yolk because yolk adds moisture to cake, um, which I love. Um, uh, What else would I do with eggs? well, pudding, I'm obsessed with pudding, like this butterscotch pudding I made yesterday, I think called for two yolks and an egg. I mean, I guess I would, uh, I guess what I would probably be doing is like when I was separating out to use like my yolks and cakes, I would save my whites and make some kind of meringue so that I was like, even if I wasn't using the eggs together, I was using the different parts separately. Okay. Um, I, I also think that, um, I mean, this isn't baking, it's savory, but like, I don't know, eggs seem like a good protein right now to like have for oh, lunch yeah. or have for dinner or have for breakfast. Um, even though we're not doing that per se, that seems smart <laughs> to me. I do a lot of soft-boiled eggs. Like I get up. Yum. I have a cuckoo rice cooker. Have you ever heard? This is my juke machine. Um, no. Have you ever? So, I mean, they're a Korean rice cooker. There's like the Japanese one with the elephant that starts with the Z. But because I'm half Korean, I, this is like I won't have a Japanese rice cooker. It's just a small bit of pride. But there's a setting on it, and it's not even one of the fancy ones that, that are, like, $400. I think this one was $110, and there's a setting wow. on it that just is porridge. So I just put – it's, like, the ratio is, like, anywhere between 1 to 8 to 1 to 10, and I'm right in the middle. I like, a 1 to 9 water to rice ratio. I set it on porridge. I leave. It's done. I come back, and I stop oil an egg. And then it's, like, whatever's in your fridge, so, like, typically kimchi. But, yeah. Yes, I, perfect. I, I, and I, I also I, I love soft boiled eggs. Really? Yeah, yeah. so good. I think soft boiled soft boiled and sunny side are the two that I make the most. But like, I wish yep. I could get a little bit more perfect. Maybe, maybe this has to be my quarantine goal. Like, at a perfect soft scramble. Yes. <laughs> like, I love that. But like, you know, you order them at restaurants, and I would say, I would say three out of four times, they're 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 I had I find something wrong with them. I but, agree. I agree. I like, almost never I, order them. Because I need them to be so soft and yeah. um, and like in in little curds. Do you know what I yes. mean? I hate it yeah. when they're dry. The the first restaurant, the restaurant that Eric and I met at was called the Woodsman, um, and the chef there like could just nail a soft scramble. So we were just so spoiled. Of a hundred percent. And he just like he would like make everyone be like, "What's the difference?" Like he would like grill us one time. I remember, and I just was like, "Ugh, Andrew's the best." But so right. now I'm just like, uh, everyone should be able to nail this, like Andrew did. Because, like, the restaurant was nice-ish, but it definitely wasn't, like, expensive, you know? Like, it was a nice yep. place to eat, but it wasn't expensive. He was just really good at it. So, yep. yeah. Okay, two more, two yep. more. Frozen fruit. Like, I just got all this fucking frozen fruit. Oh, like frozen berries and stuff? Yeah. I did the same thing. We have so much. Um, that's a really good question. I think I would make pie. Actually, I wouldn't make pie because I can't be bothered with pie crust. Um, oh. I mean, sometimes I can, but not always. Um, I would make crumbles. And then you can use the brown oh. sugar. Yeah, I would make tons of crumbles where all you're doing is adding, like, a little bit of thickener, like arrowroot or cornstarch, and some sugar to the berries if you think they need them, putting them in a pan, and then making a crumble with butter and brown sugar on top and a little bit of flour. Oh, there you go. That's what I would do. And that actually would be perfect to freeze. I mean, the only problem with freezing it in one whole thing Mm -hmm. is that then how could you portion it out for yourself? I mean, I guess if you were feeling really insane, you'd have to to 
Yeah, you'd have to divide it out before you put it into your freezer. But you could also do them in small quantities. I mean, it's I mean, also the beauty- like you know who I am because I the one, one of the things that I Amazoned this week was a ton of tiny deli containers. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this seems like the correct purchase for quarantine time. Um, I just have <laughs> my worst question because my least favorite food, period, is milk. Like, I just, like, I would never eat milk with cereal. I would never eat cereal. I would never, like, I'm a rice porridge person. I'm not going to have oatmeal. So I bought right. milk for, like, a savory dish. But I have, right. I, I have like, a, a little bit left, like a half. Okay. Uh, with milk, I think I would make pudding because I really? just, I adore pudding. But um, but a half cup is not going to be enough, and you'd need some heavy cream, too. Um, what would I do with I mean, you know, any cake you make, any like any cake that's like, this calls for sour cream, this calls for yogurt, this calls for water, mm-hmm. whatever the liquid ingredient, you can always substitute milk. Really? So I'd probably throw it in whatever cake I was making. I mean, I, you know, maybe you're going to change the texture slightly, obviously, mm-hmm. if it's sour cream versus milk, but you're not going to change it so drastically that you're like going to be, this is disgusting, I can't believe I made it. Okay. So I think it's a good substitute for baking in that way. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, because like I feel guiltier throwing anything away than I ever have. Yes. So I'm just like trying to use it all. Like I I had to throw away like a couple stalks of celery because I made like a, oh, have you ever been to Petite Trois in L.A.? Um, it sounds familiar. Tell me what it it's is. The, it's the French place. It's like connected with like the John and Vinny's animal group. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Tiny, yes. tiny French place. They have great desserts. But um, I worked there when I lived in L.A. Probably when I spoke to you last, I was still working there. Um, and they ha- they would make only on Sundays like a, like a roasted chicken, like a poulet, um, that had like just a basic mirepoix and like old bread. It was... It was alarmingly good. Like, the bread pieces are as good as, like, the chicken. So, like, I made that one of the first days in quarantine. Um, but I had too much celery left over, and I felt so bad. Like, I, like, looked at it yesterday, and it was, like, all wilty. And I was like, fuck, I need to start using I know. all of this stuff. I, I agree with you. It does feel weird when you don't. Um, it feels so When you're worse. not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also you could doing put it in a, where... a t- you, you could put it in a spaghetti sauce, the celery. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I need to. I need to start getting a little more creative. I also just need to burn up all these things. I'm also putting things like cucumbers in my water now, and like trying to feel like I'm in a spa uh, <laughs> because I'm just in my house. Um, right, a hundred percent. Well, thank you for talking to me. Will you tell everyone how they can find you on Instagram and now TikTok? Yes. So <laughs> on TikTok and Instagram, I'm at Jesse Sheehan Bakes, um, and then also Facebook, and then my website and the whole thing. So it's pretty easy. Peasy. And you can get your book on Amazon because they're so 100%. Open. And 100%. Uh, the pie is really delicious. So yeah, and I, feel I free to leave, leave reviews saying that the pie is really delicious. It's so Counteract good. I mean, like, lady. like, I'll blame her oven so it can be like, no one's to blame, but definitely your recipe is not to blame. That was, it's thank like, it's you, like already like a sentimental recipe for me. So thank you. So I much. love you. And I love that it's connected <laughs> you to your grandfather. Oh, I know he was like he actually grew up above a bakery. His grandparents or his parents owned it in wow. South Dakota, and so like every kid had like a thing that they had to make. So we kind of knew like the basics. Like he taught me how to make pie crust with like the old school thing and cinnamon rolls and things like that. So he was actually Yum. more of like the baker 
um, growing up than my grandma was even. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you for doing this podcast and thank you for the continual uh, like use of your book because it's a hundred percent to. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. And I love talking to you and I'm so glad we got to do this. Yeah. I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> be well, be well, be well. Okay.